Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host Morgan and here on Just Some Magic we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the parks. If you're counting down your days till your next Disney vacation or you're just on your way to work wishing to be in a more magical place, this is the podcast for you. Our goal here is to make you feel like you're right back in the parks experiencing the magic with our guest. Now, if you've listened to the show before, we're always asking for more magical moments sent in by you, the fans. Well, this guest actually sent in her story to be read as a listener story at the very end of an episode. Her story was so incredible. I had to get her on the show to share it on the podcast for all of you and elaborate more. This is a super sweet story to celebrate life of two incredible actresses. We have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. And lastly, if you have a magical moment that you'd like to share, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. Who knows, I could possibly reach out to you to be a guest on our show. But now, on with Raquel's story. special guest she actually sent in her story as a listener story to be read on top of another episode and it was such a good story I invited her on the show to come be a featured guest so we'd like to welcome Raquel hi Raquel how are you today I'm doing well Morgan how are you I'm great I'm so excited for everybody to hear your most magical moment if you want to give us a little teaser of what your story is going to be about today Well, it definitely has to do with Star Wars, and it's got something to do with Dapper Day, like just not Dapper Day specifically, but dressing up, celebrating Star Wars, celebrating life in general, and it's just, I had such an amazing time at Disney for this moment, and oh my goodness, I'm just excited to share it. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we're so excited to hear your story. I know it, and it's a really good one, guys. Like, I, when she posted, I was like, oh, we need to make this a whole episode. So I can't wait to deep dive into that. But before we get started, I thought we would kind of get to know you a little bit more because we've never met before. No, we haven't. But I've watched your Instagram stories like when you went to Tokyo over there and like Disney Sea. I watched all of it all the time. And so I'm like, I want to meet Morgan. You're so kind. And that was two years ago. Like, actually, like, two years ago this week, I was in Tokyo with my friend Raquel, which is also your name as well. So. Twins, yes. 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 Have, have you ever been to, I was going to ask this later, but I'll ask it now. Um, What Disney parks have you been to? I've only ever been to the Walt Disney World parks. I haven't gone oh. over to California, but I want to so bad. One day, one day I will do it. Gotcha. And do you live in Florida? Or do you live close by on the East Coast? I do live in Florida. So <gasps> I get to go to Disney all the time. 
Oh my gosh. Well, we should totally meet up for sure. I didn't know you were in Florida. That's fantastic. Yes. I get to go. I try to go like every weekend, but just, you know, life, it doesn't always happen. Yeah. And it gets hotter too. And that's kind of getting Uh, a little miserable here in Florida. (laughs) Oh yes. The heat is just way too much sometimes, but it's worth it for Disney magic. So you just, you gotta go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what you, you have a Disney Instagram as well. Do you want to tell us how you got started with that? Yes. So my best friend and I, we were posting a lot of Disney on our personal accounts and we had people like, you know, you need to stop with all the Disney. Like it's just too much. (laughs) And we were like, what in the world? So instead of being like bitter or upset, we started our own Disney Instagram. It's a little small right now, but we love sharing stuff on it, posting and all that. Hey, you know what? We all started at zero, okay? It'll grow in time. Don't worry. (laughs) Yes. And we both have the summer off of work. And so hopefully we get to go travel to Disney more and Universal because we're both pass holders. Oh, fantastic. Have you checked out the new Velocicoaster yet? No, we wanted to go so bad. We actually made a time and we didn't go because of work. So we're going to go stand in that line. But lately, I don't think it's been that long, but no. I could be wrong. I did it for the annual pass holder previews and uh, it was not that bad of a wait. But then that weekend after the annual pass holder previews were all done, it was only a 75 minute wait. And they say 75 minutes, but I don't really feel like it was 75 minutes. And yeah, so- no. definitely go make it over. It's definitely worth it for sure, especially if you like roller coasters. Yes. Oh my gosh. I want to ride it so bad. I've seen it like be built up and I'm like, I've got Mm -hmm. to go. And have you watched spoilers and stuff too? No, I'm trying to stay away. Like I've seen it on people's Instagrams and I like swipe and I'm like, no, I'm not watching it. I want to experience it myself. There you go. I don't look at mine. I posted a whole video about it. So don't look at that one. Okay, that one I will stay clear of. No on okay. that. <laughs> perfect, perfect. But yeah, it's a great coaster. Um, so you have Disney and Universal. Which do you find yourself going to more? Right now, I'm going to more of Disney. Just mm-hmm. because with Universal, you don't have the reservation. Which I actually appreciate because you can just go whenever. Mm-hmm. But with working during the weeks and only having weekends off, I have to wake up early before they hit capacity. Oh. But lately, I've been doing Disney a lot more, but I feel like I'm going to be doing more Universal here in the summer. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Well, I hope to run into you either of those parks. That would be so much fun. That would be great. Oh my gosh. I'd be the happiest, honestly. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love, seriously, I love meeting Disney fans. If you just love Disney, I feel like you can make instant friends with anybody because you have plenty Um, to talk about. Yes, that is the honest truth. Let's dive into some fun questions. And you're an avid listener, which I greatly appreciate. So you might know some of these questions, but my first question I always ask is, why do you love Disney? Well, like a lot of people on your show have said, it started when they were younger. So Mm -hmm. I was... Born the 25th, the year of the 25th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Oh my God. And so I, my first time going to Magic Kingdom was in October of 1996. 
So oh it's my, my mom's fault that I love Disney so much. Mm-hmm. And just growing up, we always went to Disney. We either always had an annual pass or we would go to downtown Disney, now Disney Springs, and we would play in their water pad that they had back there by the Once Upon a Toy. We would like yes, play yes. back there. Oh my gosh. So it was either we were pass holders or just going to downtown Disney all the time to just play around and just explore. So Disney has my heart and it has grown over the years. And is the rest of your family still into Disney as much as you are? Or do you kind of like stand out a little bit more? I stand out a little bit more. Now my family, I when I plan, I have a larger family. So when we plan Ooh. Disney, I do all the planning. I say, yes. we are going to this ride this time. We're all going. Let's go. So I'm the Disney planner of the family. <laughs> I feel like with people that do that, it's like you could very easily be like a Disney travel planner for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So you said you've only been to Disney World and you want to go to the other parks for sure. So my next question is, what character do you most identify with? That's not necessarily your favorite character, but which do you relate to the most? My non-princess character would have to be Heimlich from Bugs Life. Oh my gosh. And here's why, because he wanted to so bad be a butterfly. And like throughout the whole movie, you know, he was trying to be a big helper and all of that. And at the end of the movie, he finally got his wings to become a butterfly. Yes, that was my favorite part. Honestly, when I saw it, I cried, even though they're just, you know, he's the funny character or whatever. But it really showed like over time when you learn new things and you're just growing overall in your life you grow those wings and you start to fly so Mm -hmm. I feel like Heimlich because just throughout my life I've tried to become this person I am today and I feel like I finally have like grown my wings to start flying so that's why I feel like Heimlich (laughs) oh I love that so much and you I can already tell like I know like we haven't met in person or anything but we've been chatting and you seem like a very excited happy person and Heimlich is very happy and I I can see that in you for sure (laughs) oh my goodness that's so sweet (laughs) I was like when you ask that question I'm actually I have like all my pin boards up and I see all my Heimlich pins and I'm like oh my gosh I've got to say Heimlich Oh, definitely. And no one said Heimlich yet. So it's perfect. Um, I wish you had been over to Disney California Adventure when we had Bugs Land because there was the cutest little Heimlich ride called Heimlich's Choo Choo Train. And you go through like a watermelon, you smell the watermelon, you go through graham crackers, it smelled like graham crackers. It was like the cutest little kid ride ever. And I'm like, you would have loved it. It was so cute. No, now I did know that they had the Bugs Land, you know, like Bugs Life land and I have heard about the Heimlich ride and growing up like in my teen years I'm like I've got to go because I've got to ride this ride and when they got rid of it I don't know how long ago like a year two three I don't know yeah like two or three years ago yeah in in prep for um, Avengers Campus yes I was actually really sad (laughs) I was like I never got to ride the ride, and I never got to ride on, what's the ladybug's name? Francis. Oh, Francis, yes. I never got, I just never got to do it, and now I'm sad, but that's okay. YouTube, 
Yes, I was going to say, YouTube can show you a lot, especially with recent years with, like, technology of cameras and everything. Like, it's great. Oh, yeah. So my next question is, what is your dream ride to get stuck on? Okay, I know everyone says this. So I'm going to choose two different rides, okay? Okay. I want to be stuck on Space Mountain so bad. Mm -hmm. Anytime I've gotten stuck on Space Mountain, it's always been like right before you go into the first tunnel before the picture. And Uh then I don't get to see the inside with the lights on. And it makes me upset because I want to see it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's like, that's what I'm here for. I want to see all of it. Yes. And actually, a ride I want to see with the lights on is Peter Pan. Oh, that's a different one. Yes. I want to get stuck where, like, London is right below us because I actually want to see what they, what is down there because I know it's the city, but Mm -hmm. I I just want to see it with the lights on. I don't know why. I I just do. No, that's a very unique answer. I love that. Now I want to see that and see what it looks like for sure. That's a great answer. No one said that yet. And I'm like, oh, we don't think about all these other rides. So, yes. All right. My next question is, so you're a teacher. Um, You said you teach fourth grade. Which Disney character would you love to be your coworker and also teach with you or be a teacher's assistant and stuff like that? It could be any Disney character. Oh, no, that's so hard. Okay, I'm just going to (laughs) go with my gut. I'm just going to go with my gut. I want to say Sebastian. Oh, and why is that? Because I love how he's like, hey, get to work. Because Mm -hmm. me, like, I'm very much like, you know, get your work done. But I'm like, okay, let's just, let's have some fun. Uh And I feel like Sebastian would keep me on track. Like, do your job. Like, your job is to teach. (laughs) I mean, you can have fun, but teach. Do your teaching. Yes, I love that. He'll keep you focused. That's good. We always definitely need that, for sure. Yes. Um, All right, this next question is, if you were driving across country with a car full of your students... Um, say a bus and you're going on a field trip to Disney and you were only allowed to listen to one Disney soundtrack on repeat which Disney soundtrack would it be and why oh man my class we love Frozen 2 so it would have to be Frozen 2 oh nice do you have a favorite song within those my kids love when I get older or when I grow older the song oh, Olaf sings yes. because they all love going Samantha <laughs> Samantha I, I love that yes it's such an ironic song and I'm like oh kids when you get older you, you don't have ever anything figured out it actually gets more confusing <laughs> oh yeah this the confidence of some of those kids like I've got it all together I'm like oh honey I will pray for you like you, <laughs> you're, you'll you'll see someday when you get older you'll be like Oh, my soul. She was right. My teacher was right. Send you an email when they're grown up and be like, hi. Thank you for telling me this. I was totally wrong. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my soul. Yes. So if you were designing a new ride at Disney, which two things would you like to focus on? There's thrill, capacity, technology, and theming. I would definitely want to do theming. The theme needs to be really good. And... I would probably go with technology. So like the theme and technology. Now, even though Disney has a lot of that, I think they need to do more of like the old Disney characters need some appreciation, not just characters, Mm -hmm. movies. And I think if they did theming and 
the technology, they could bring those movies like back to life. Like, oh, oh. that movie exists. Okay, which one were you thinking? Which one do you have in mind? <laughs> Robin Hood. Oh, that's such a good movie. <laughs> it is a good movie, and I love that movie. There's just so many, so many good movies. It's kind of like that '90s era, like those movies, because we already have like Little Mermaid. Beauty and the Beast has like Be Our Guest and the storytelling. We have a like a few others, you know, we've got mm-hmm. them, but I feel like some of those underappreciated movies need some yeah. attention. They need some love. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The older ones from like the 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, like everybody knows Disney yes. residents, like you're saying, but those older ones with Robin Hood in them for sure. Like I watched 101 Dalmatians the other day and it's not as action packed as the new movies, but it's just, there's a charm to it that you just love, you know? Yes. I love 101 Dalmatians. And another favorite movie of mine is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yes. My grandma just told me that Magic Kingdom back in the day had a theater play of Hunchback of Notre Dame. <gasps> what? Okay, I need to go YouTube that afterwards. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. I know, and she told me like two weeks ago, and I'm like, what? How did I not know this? <laughs> yes, that's what I said. I'm like, how do we not know this existed? Like, yes, oh we gosh. need to like all look up like vintage Disney shows and see what the park used to be like. You know, there was like the Hercules Victory Parade. There was like a Mulan yes. Parade. Like there's not parades anymore that are dedicated to like one singular movie. And now they're just yeah, no. everybody. And we need that back. Like we need that. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay, if you were taking a first-timer to Disney World with a four-day park pass, which park and which ride would you take them on first? I really feel like first-timers, if they've never been to Disney, I personally feel like they do need to experience Magic Kingdom first. Okay. Like, hands down. That's the iconic park. People can fight me on it, but (laughs) you need to go to Magic Kingdom first. And it really depends on the person, like, if they love roller coasters, I would take them right over to Tomorrowland to experience Space Mountain. However, if they're more like me, I love roller coasters, but if they're more like me and want to do like the kids rides, I would definitely be like, okay, let's do Peter Pan. Let's go do Winnie the Pooh. Like, let's mm-hmm. go do those iconic rides that almost everyone goes to. You've got to hit up a classic dark ride for sure. Oh, Yes first timer that literally knows nothing about Disney I still feel like I'd take them straight to Fantasyland if they were like well I have no clue what I'm doing here like okay well we're gonna go to Fantasyland because that's literally like where the dreams happen I mean it happens all over the park but Mm. Fantasyland just has all of that good stuff in it so I say Fantasyland all right now my next question is what is a cliche Disney shirt you see all the time that you actually wouldn't mind wearing? Because there's some crazy mm. ones, and you as an avid Disney goer, you've probably seen some oh. of the same old, same old shirts. Oh my gosh, those family vacation shirts they get from like Target or Walmart. I see yes. those everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're all matching. There's actually a shirt at Target. It's a black tank top, and it's got the names of the princesses on it. I see girls wearing it all the time, and I actually wouldn't mind having that shirt because I like that. It has like it has the princess name and it has their castle. 
So it's got Ariel, Belle, what? Cinderella. Yeah. Okay. I kind of love that. I need to go look this up afterwards because I love a good princess yes. moment. <laughs> yes. It's a good shirt because I don't usually have princess shirts. I usually just have like Etsy shirts, you know, just get them yes. custom made or whatever. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Okay. My next question is, what attraction would you be devastated if they demolished it during your lifetime? Updates and improvements are acceptable though. Oh, that is so hard. There's so many rides I love. <laughs> if there was a ride they completely demolished today, I would be heartbroken. Um, it would have to be Peter Pan. Oh, okay. Because I love Peter Pan. When I was little, I like adored Peter Pan. And my dream one day was to be Tinkerbell. Aww. I was determined to be Tinkerbell. <laughs> I love that. But, I mean, since it... It is going to be going through modifications, but um, if they completely demolished it and, like, traded it for something else, I would be devastated. I'd be fine. You can change it. You can add some paints because, you know, getting a little worn, but, you know. (laughs) That's a very nice way of saying old. (laughs) (laughs) I got to be careful because I'm old. I consider myself old because I feel old, but, you know. My next question is, what is something that people would be surprised to know you haven't done at a Disney park yet? Okay, this one I actually have to think about. Because I've done so much at Disney. Like, I did the Keys to the Kingdom tour. Have you heard of that tour? Yes, I have. Do you want to explain it to those that haven't? Yes. Okay, so the Keys of the Kingdom tour is where you get with a guide at the, the front of the park. One of those people... In like the fancy vest and skirts, if you've got a girl, the ones that literally like lead tours, they take you down Main Street and they explain just everything walking down. They explain the names. They explain the walkways and like why they're like that. They take you backstage, like behind Splash Mountain and Thunder Mountain. They showed me the water ravine for Splash Mountain, all the water that's just circulated all day. Oh, my gosh. They showed us where they keep the floats for the Christmas parade, Halloween parade, the everyday parades. And actually, when I went on my tour, it was before Halloween, and there were cast members back there practicing for the Boo to You Parade. Oh, whoa, that is so cool. Yes. So it's really just the Kiss of the Kingdom tour just shares the magic of Disney. And you get to go places where you're like, huh, I could never come back here without this. So it just brings the magic alive because, you know, we're just on the inside. We don't see mm-hmm. anything on the backside. But, yeah. you know. It keeps the integrity of Disney, but seeing the backstage and how things are run is like mind blowing to me. Like that's what I love. I love seeing that and how magic is made. That is incredible. I haven't done that, but I would love to one day. That is so cool. Yes. Anyone who loves Disney, real it is worth the money. Okay. It's worth it. You need to do it. Everybody put that on your to-do list. <laughs> Yes. And I'll ask you one more question. What is your favorite Disney item you own? Um, My favorite Disney item I own. I have a, I have a bunch of Disney stuff. Okay. Disney lover for so many years, but I have a stuffed Eeyore that I love with all my heart. I actually got him when I was like 
12 or 13 at the parks. I had stayed really late for a event called Night of Joy, and it's where Christian uh, artists would go to either Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios, and they would do concerts for us, and we would have the park all to ourselves, and it was fantastic. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, I really want this Eeyore, and so I bought it, and I've had it ever since. Oh my goodness, that is so sweet. And how old is it, you said? It is, <laughs> it's probably like 12 or 13 years old now. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. That is, is it in good condition or is it, has it gotten a lot of love? It has gotten a lot of love, but it's not <laughs> missing any eyeballs. So we're good. <laughs> that's good. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Raquel, for answering those questions. Now I'll let you take it away and share your magic. Okay, so my magical moment happened in January of 2017. I was talking with a friend of mine, and she was like, hey, you know how Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher died within like a day of each other, which I was heartbroken because I love Debbie Reynolds. I loved her in Singing in the Rain and the other movies she was in. And I love Carrie Fisher because I absolutely love Star Wars with all my heart. So I was so sad when I heard she died. Well, both of them died within like a day of each other. So my friend was like, hey, there is a fan-based event happening at Hollywood Studios and we need to go. And I'm like, okay, what's this about? This is going to be awesome. And she said, well... Because it's a fan-based event, Disney wasn't really going to have, like, anything to do with it. We were just all going to meet up and Mm. just participate and just do... We were going to do the great movie ride because it was still there in 2017. Yeah. And we were going to ride Star Tours because we didn't have Galaxy's Edge yet. The day or two before, it actually came out that, you know, there was going to be a spokesperson that comes out and talks about the life of Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. And I'm like... Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. The rule was, if you're going to participate, you needed to either dress dapper, which, you know, dapper day at Disney, you dress up in fancy clothes, quote unquote, from the different eras. So like the 50s or 70s, whatever you chose. You either had to dress up in dapper or you had to dress up as a Star Wars character, you know, like Jedi robe or just as a character, whatever. Yeah. Of course, not everybody did that, but at least they had like a Star Wars shirt on or just was part of the event. So we knew like, hey, you're part of the event. Hi, let's hang out. It's it's very similar to Dapper Day in a sense, because you may not know that person, but if they're dressed up, you guys are both here for the same reasons. And like you said, become friends. Yes. So like you see that person that's dressed up and you're like, I know why you're here. Hi, let's hang out. Let's go. (laughs) So we actually met a lot of people at that event and it was just super fun. Everyone just kind of traveled around together. This was pre-COVID. So we all just hung out and I missed an important part. If you were going to dress up, you either had to have a lightsaber or uh, umbrella because, you know, singing in the rain was Debbie Reynolds, one of her most famous movies. And so you either had to bring a lightsaber in honor of Carrie Fisher 
or an umbrella for Debbie Reynolds. That is amazing. I never would have like thought to think of that. Like that is so cute. Yes. And so it was so fun to see people like incorporate Star Wars into their dapper dress because we've seen it at Hollywood Studios. Like people do, they do it quite often. They dress up and it makes my heart happy because it just brings the Disney magic alive. But anyway, back to the magical moment. Okay, so it this event took place like during the afternoon and evening, so it was dark, thankfully, because it was it was still cold because it's January, but you know, beginning of January is like hot, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're all hanging out. We had done the great movie ride and we had done star tours. And it was fun because we got to take pictures with the stormtroopers. They like were just out. You know how they usually roam? Well, they actually like just stood in one place and people just got to like take pictures with them. And that, that's not normal, right? Like, I mean, they roam now in Galaxy's Edge, but back then that wasn't normal, was it? No, because they did not want you to stop and take a picture. They'd be like, move along. Like, I'm not stopping for you. You keep yeah. moving. I'm not even here. Like, don't even pay attention to me. Keeping how with character integrity. Pay- yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's like, how can I not pay attention to you? Like, you're a stormtrooper. <laughs> you're so cool. Um, anyway, so I was there with my friend and her two friends. So we were like, we were our own group of four people, but it was like everybody together, if that makes sense. Yes, definitely. So it comes to nighttime. I can't really remember the time, like on the dot when the event started, but a guy came out and he started talking to us like, this has been a great event. Thank you to... The people who put it together, this has really been a fun evening where you just get to remember these two ladies' lives and everything they've done for the industry. And then he went into talking about how Debbie Reynolds really brought to life just her characters in general, but just throughout time, because she started when she was really young, and just proving that throughout time, you know, you can still be the greatest person ever with hard work determination and so forth he had such a great speech for debbie reynolds and i wish i could remember it word for word but i just remember tearing up when i heard it because i'm like yes 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 and then when like you tear up or other people around you tear up it's like just contagious like you know you're all living in that moment of just like oh man like she's really gone yes it is so sad and we're all looking at each other with like tear stained eyes like it's okay it's like it's gonna be okay because her legacy will live on mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. like she's going to die and everyone's gonna forget her because who can forget singing in the rain first of all nobody well okay so after the speech about debbie reynolds then he talked about carrie fisher and this is when everyone obviously because of star wars erupted into this huge cheer and everyone was just super happy and glad and he talks about her legacy with star wars and how princess leia would never be the same without her and i'm like that's the truth like i love princess leia she is hardcore hardworking, and i just i love her character overall i just love her yes she's she's i don't want to say the word i want to say but she's just kick butt i'll say that i'll keep it pg but she is kick butt like there's not that many strong females 
that aren't princessy in this. I mean, she is a princess, technically, yes. But yes. she's like not putting up with crap. She's speaking her mind. Like she's brought a whole different dynamic to female characters. And she definitely set that bar pretty high. Oh, yeah. She set that pretty high. And I like the words you use because I was going to use the same ones you were thinking yes. of. Just a yes. side note because I'm like, PG. 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 Be good. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm glad we're in the same boat. <laughs> yes. Okay, so they gave the speech about Carrie Fisher. And he said, now we're going to take a moment of silence. There's an artist who produced a song that is singing in the rain, but has Star Wars elements. That is so cool. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I have goosebumps talking about it. And I had goosebumps when I listened to it. So when he said, raise your lightsabers or umbrellas, we all put them in the air, turned on our lightsabers. It's literally like hundreds of people with their umbrellas up, lightsabers up, just taking a moment to remember the life and legacy these two women shared with us their entire lives oh my and it was just gosh. like more tears because you know that's emotional like they did so much for mm -hmm. us like in our eyes watching them on the television it's just like wow mind blowing they did that all for the people because they love to do that and so i'm like oh my gosh this is too good. Yes. And so not only were you crying, but like, okay, well, first off, how was the song? Like, oh, it was like, I wonder if it's on YouTube. It is on YouTube. You can actually look up this event. Now there's only videos of like three minutes. Okay. But it was longer than three minutes. You can look up the Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher's tribute at Disney's Hollywood Studios and a video will show up. I, I'm looking yes. it up right now, but I will link those <laughs> in the show notes for you guys. So look out for that. Yes, you can actually, um, I think there's only three because I actually looked it up on YouTube too because I just wanted to feel that what I felt when I was there. You can actually see me because I'm in the front. It's the back of my head, but you can see me. That is so cool. Yes, I will share that one with you specifically. But when I was looking the other night, I'm like, oh, my soul, you can see me. I was like, that's too funny. You're just like, I'm famous. Yes, that's me, mom. Look, it's the back of my head. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought when I saw it. I'm like, oh, I am on YouTube. I am famous. <laughs> I am taking this and rolling. I'm going. <laughs> yes definitely oh my gosh so was there anything else that happened at this event um it was really just a lot of talking with other people like what they knew about star wars now while there wasn't like a whole itinerary it was like i said it was more of a hangout with those who loved old-time movies not just with debbie reynolds in it but just old-time movies people who love star wars coming together which you're like what we can all come together. Yes, you can. Yes. And it was really, I think what was so magical about the experience is that there were older people there. There were young children there. There was just a mix of everybody there who had the same love of movies and the same love for these two women who had shared their life on the screen. Oh my goodness. That sounds like a terrific day. If I was in Florida, I would have definitely 
love to participate in that, that it was so cool that you got to be there. Yes. Oh, I wish I could go back in time and just re-experience it like in person because how it's talking sounds like it's like, oh, it was just that. It was so much more. It's just the conversations you had and the laughs and tears you shared with people is just, you can't ever get rid of that feeling of just completely connecting with strangers. It's just, oh, I don't know how else to explain it. I was just so happy and, oh man, Disney is literally the best. I love Disney. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we close out the show? It's sad that I only had to share one magical moment because with all my years of Disney, I'm like, I have so many more. Like, it's crazy. I mean, that magical moment is pretty epic. Like, that's kind of hard to top. So, (laughs) yes, that one, that is hard to top, but there is one that I've got to share with you. Like, just even if it's through email or Instagram, I've got to share it because it makes my heart so happy. Go Just ahead like and this share it with does. us now. Go ahead. I'm ready for <laughs> okay. it. I have no idea what this is. I'm excited. Okay, so I don't know if everyone knows, but there is a D23 club that just started about 10 years ago. It had its 10-year anniversary last year. So it's just an exclusive club for people who love Disney. We get special items like pins or whatnot and we also Mm -hmm. get special events well pre-covid they anytime a movie had an anniversary they would show it at the amc theater at disney springs so and at this event we would you know fully experience a movie we would get popcorn and drinks and candy and then we would go into the theater but before they would show the movie for its anniversary. And in this case, the movie I saw was Lion King because it oh. celebrated an anniversary. Um, Don Hahn comes out and he was the producer of Lion King, but not only Lion King, he was the producer of some of our favorite movies, like my favorite Hunchback of Notre Dame. He worked on those types of movies. Oh my gosh, it's like the great ones. <laughs> yes. So he came out and he was saying how the team for Lion King actually went over to Africa and wanted to make the Lion King what it is today. And it is still a favorite of so many people that it was just inspiring. He talked for like an hour about the production of Lion King and what it took to in all those songs all the animation and I was like in awe because I was sitting next to this older couple who were like I remember when Lion King came out in theaters originally and I'm like what what in the world but anyway the most magical moment was I ran into Don Hahn and I had to give him a hug because I'm like you've produced some of my favorite Disney movies. I will never forget them. They will always be my favorite. And he's like, you know, I hear that all the time, but for some reason, the way you said it just makes my heart smile. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no way. (laughs) Cause I'm this little nothing here in Florida, just living my life. And he's just this 
person that we might not know, but he has made Disney come alive through his producing of Disney movies. And I'm like, you've literally made me, made my day. I have a picture I've got to share it with you. I will share yes, it. Yes, please do. But that, that moment with Don Hahn and the Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher memorial or celebration of life, not memorial, celebration of life yeah. was just two of the best magical moments that I've had. That is fantastic. Oh my God. Those are both great, amazing stories. Thank you, Morgan, for giving oh. me a chance. I love your Instagrams. I love your podcast. You are amazing. And thank you for allowing us to hear Disney magic every day. You're going to make me cry. Oh my gosh. Oh. You're so sweet, Raquel. That truly means the world to me. I can't express you enough. And I also want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and share your magical moments. So thank you again, Raquel. Thank you, Morgan. listener stories that you the fan sent in if you would like to submit your story to be read on the just some magic podcast please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic tab the story comes from allison s so I was meeting one of my friends at Hollywood Studios for the first time. I floated the idea of Disney bounding as Leia and Padme since I had a white dress and she agreed. We rode rides, ate at 50's primetime, then made our way over to Launch Bay to meet Chewie and Kylo Ren. This was back in April 2018, which is when the stormtroopers would patrol outside of Launch Bay. We saw them outside in the courtyard, but we snuck past. I asked her if she could take a picture of me in front of the launch bay sign outside and the cast member gave me a green lightsaber to pose with. As she was taking pictures, I saw them walk up behind her. One of them came over and scolded me for supporting the resistance while the other one went over to my friend. I politely argued with my stormtrooper until his friend came over and made me turn around to face the wall. Then they proceeded to direct traffic around me. Hello citizens, carry on. For a solid minute before letting me go. This was the beginning of my long relationship of always being tracked down by stormtroopers, both in and out of Galaxy's Edge. I like to joke that I am a trooper slash Kylo magnet because every time I'm in the land, they come and yell at me. I think they recognized my outfit and I know that I'll give a good character interaction. I hope you guys enjoyed Raquel's magical moment with going to the celebration of life of Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher and also her extra magical moment with Don Hahn as well. If you guys have a magical moment that you would like to send in, please go to justamagic.com and click on the share your magic button. And again, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. If you have a magical moment that you'd like to share to be read on the show, please go to justamagic.com and click on the share your magic button to submit your story. I can't wait to read all of them, but until next time, bye.